Welcome to the Catholic Youth Podcast, a podcast that will encourage and inspire you in engaging with young people in Catholic youth ministry. I'm Juliana, and in today's episode, part one of a two-part special on burnout and resilience, I'm sitting down with not one, but two very special guests. We have podcast veteran and favourite guest, Julian Nguyen, coordinator of the Catholic Office for Youth and Young Adults, and a new guest, Jean-Marie Nguyen. Jean is a former school youth minister, a former Collier team member, and is currently working in faith and formation in Catholic schools. So let's jump right into my conversation with Jean and Julian about burnout and resilience. So Jean and Julian, welcome to the Catholic Youth Podcast. Thank you, Juliana. Thanks for having us. Julian, we all know you. You've been on a few times, so we want to know a bit more about Jean. So Jean, welcome. First time on the podcast, former Koya team member, and I can't wait to hear about your, your experience and your wisdom and your stories about this topic. So first of all, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So my experience in youth ministry actually started when I was about five years old, it was in uh, part of the Vietnamese Eucharistic Youth Movement for 13 years, if I've gotten my calculations right, <laughs> and was a leader for about four years. So um, at our youth group, you kind of trans, uh, transfer or I guess move up through the ranks um, and became a leader post high school. So I was about 18 when I became a leader and spent two years as a head leader for a particular age group. So um, at the time, I was also studying to be a teacher, yeah. so it was a bit of a natural progression. Um, and being a primary middle teacher, I found myself really um, enjoying working with eight-year-olds to 12-year-olds. Um, so that was my first experience. And then I started working at Koya yes. as um, a diocesan youth ministry support officer. It's a bit of a mouthful, but um, yeah, fantastic period of time, a sweet 12 months there. And then at the same time was also the youth minister at St. Mary's College. So much youth ministry. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. pretty crazy. And I, I've, I was the youth minister at St. Mary's College up until the end of last year. Wow. Yeah, so... It's been pretty crazy and um, this year became the leader of Faith, Life and Mission. So um, really, I guess, moving into a more senior role in the faith life of the college um, and working across reception to 12. So, you know, your senior school retreats all the way down to your junior school sacramental programs um, and having a primary middle teaching background, I think that certainly helped with the variety of age Absolutely. groups that I work with. Yeah, yeah that, that huge range. And it seems like you've got the full youth ministry circle, like going from parish to, to school and many places in between, as well as a really um, great cultural community. So, yeah, very, very excited to hear more about your experiences and things. But I might ask Julian, maybe you have a special note to add to your maybe joint intro, should I say? Oh, joint intro. <laughs> joint intro. <laughs> <laughs> what, what connects... Besides a love of youth ministry, what well, connects you Well, there's two? a special connection uh, <laughs> between Jean and I. <laughs> we are siblings. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we are siblings. We also love coffee and wiggles. We've established this over lunch. We mm. love the wiggles. We love coffee. The Wiggles, the yes. uh, children entertaining group. Yeah, that's maybe where our youth ministry journey started, don't know. Well, yeah. it's the love of music as yeah. well. Yeah, True. that's where the music Both comes from. musicians as well. Mm. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, maybe like some Wiggles youth ministry, you know, intersection thing we could come up with. Yeah. Hey, speaks yeah. to all. Mm. But youth ministry, certainly like Jean um, touched on it um, before in the intro, but has played a big part now in our lives. So yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. This will be uh, this will be great. I don't think I've really spoken to you much about this either, no, like on a personal no, level. So I'm interested. Haven't. No, it's and it's funny because my whole life it was your Julian sister, mm. and I get to claim the youth ministry world as. You, well, for Julian, you're Jean's brother. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's a bit mm. of a my moment there. Absolutely. <laughs> On the record for everyone listening, we are recorded. We've got this. Uh, Julian is Jean's brother. Thank yes. you very much. Yes. In that order. Yeah. Let's just go with that. <laughs> Let's just go with that. Yeah, I'm sure that will come. For, you have another opportunity to get yeah. back at her later. All good. <laughs> Oh, good. Well, I'm really excited to have both of you here with me today. Um, We're chatting about a really important topic that affects many of us, whether it be in schools and teaching or as youth ministry, and that is burnout. So according to Beyond Blue, burnout can occur when someone has experienced too much stress over a long period of time. And those experiencing burnout can tend to feel either exhausted or unmotivated disengaged about what they're doing or even a bit you know negative or pessimistic about it and this can reduce performance and even manifest in other ways like physically feeling sick or being unable to sleep so many different things can contribute to burnout Um, so whether you're under a lot of pressure with too many responsibilities you don't feel recognized for what you do you don't have time to relax and recuperate or you have little control over what you do or have difficulty saying no to things So this topic really came up that I was actually chatting to a youth minister the other week and checking in, oh, how are you going? How are things? And they just come back from, you know, a year eight retreat and we're doing this and that and things in the parish. They just said, oh, I'm just so tired. Like, I love it. It's great. It's good. It's I know this is what I'm I'm meant to be doing. I feel called to be here, but it's just so exhausting. I just, yeah, I just feel the pressure of it. And in just sort of navigating that situation they found themselves in, it really made me think like, in a way, it's quite normal, right? So, you know, mm. people feel called and pulled into, you know, working with young people in, in faith formation. And it requires, you know, a, a lot of you and a lot of circumstances like doing back-to-back retreats or something. Like anyone's going to feel exhausted from it. So, yeah, it's it's a bit hard. It's something I hate to say inevitable maybe in youth ministry. But, yeah, it's, it's hard to deal with, right? Would you guys agree with it? What do you think about this sort of mix of burnout in youth ministry and in faith formation, either in parishes or schools or communities? Yeah, I agree. I think um, the bur- burnout of youth ministry is a reality that we all face. And if I'm thinking back to kind of why, the roots of why we face this burnout, I, I mean, I think about my own experience and really there was little to no training. Mm. Um, and I look beyond myself and all the youth ministers I've come across or any young person working in this space, um, we've actually all come into this space for pure, out of pure love. Yeah. And the fact that we've encountered something, whether that was early on in life or a bit later on, that it sparked something for us. Yeah. So some sort of experience of engagement where we've gone, I'd really love to do that. Like I'd love to give back and um, be that person for someone else. And so we all kind of go on this path and there's little to no training and I think as a result we then um, are having to pull on our own heartstrings and our own I guess soul like our energy yes and that's our only way of going about things because we haven't got a handbook to pull out and go how do I control Z this or how do I you know how do I copy and paste here it's actually a matter of being authentic and that's the only way to be a youth minister you know um, through our authentic self and in the way that we've experienced it. Because a lot of the time when I speak to youth ministers, 
and I go, what are your plans? They usually go, oh, in the past, I've experienced this or I've mm. seen this been done before. So really, we're just kind of going on the fly and leading from the heart. Yeah, and replicating that. And absolutely, that sort of pull and that spiritual pull or that, that soul pull, that brings you in there but I think that's also what makes it different um that you know you can talk about burnout in you know in sporting and work and other sort of settings but burnout in terms of youth ministry it's it's tapping into a spiritual resource Mm. right and Mm. I think that adds a different element what do you think Julia yeah it's that spiritual and that emotional um you know asking of yourself as a youth minister so you're having to give so much of yourself all the time and and you know the nature of youth ministry uh, quite often we don't look at ourselves right mm. we have or we haven't got the opportunity um to look at ourselves and to slow down and go well let's take stock of me for a second like how am i doing spiritually yeah. like how am i doing emotionally have i have i refilled the tank or I, am i continuing to give and give because uh, I, I'm so enthusiastic about what I do. I do it for love. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, I just want to give and I don't say no to anything. Yes. So that's that's really big in youth ministry. I think certainly in the parish point of view mm-hmm. and there's lots of people volunteering in those roles yes. that just do it out of pure love. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the, saying, the saying no thing doesn't happen very often. The no. saying yes is a lot. Absolutely. And it's almost that perfect storm, right? You've mm-hmm. got a whole love of it. You love it. You want to do it. You want to give back. But it's hard to say no. And it's easy to have a lot of different things on the run. And maybe mm. as a young person as well, um, you might be studying and working and doing other just general life things that can add to stress. So, mm. yeah, in a way, it can, it can be a perfect storm for um, experiencing burnout. Mm. And in saying that, have either of you ever experienced burnout or witnessed other people in your community having it? Yeah, I mean, the last few years, I know we're probably moved away from the COVID world, but I certainly entered um, my, I guess, high point of youth ministry during COVID. Um, And I certainly felt the burnout there because... I was I was the person everyone was turning to for yeah. um, for answers almost like everyone was saying, you know, from your perspective, your experience, what are some creative ways you can connect young people? And in the midst of the chaos and the uncertainty, I was then having to be creative, um, connect people, and it almost felt like I was having to double my yeah. energy level yeah. to connect people. Um, yeah, even though I was going through the same um, pandemic as everyone else. Yes. Um, so that was quite tiring. And I guess um, in the last few months of my faith and formation work, um, previously I've always worked in a team yeah. um, dynamic. And I think a big part of helping or I guess supporting so that you don't burn out is working in teams. Yeah. Um, I love working in teams. I think that working in a team means that you can lean on one another, yeah. um, especially when you're starting to feel that burnout creeping in. Um, and in the last um, few months, I haven't had necessarily a team around me. I've had people come in and out um, who are willing to support, but it's that lack of a constant team. Yes. That yeah. certainly um, has contributed to the burnout or the constant giving. So, you know, one retreat rolling into the next. Um, so before you've even finished a retreat, you're already thinking about the next, next one. one. Mm. Um, so it's, yeah, it, it can be very consuming. Um, but at the same time, you know, we do it out of love. So that's kind of the fuel that drives me. So as I'm doing one retreat, I'm already thinking about how exciting the next one is. And I think that's what gets me through it. 
Amazing. Mm. And and in that, how does that manifest for you? Like what t- sort of symptoms or how do you know that you're, you're experiencing burnout? Well, a big thing for me is um, I get a little bit impatient, a little bit moody. So I start to snap. Yeah. Um, but it's not in a professional way. I'm actually very cool, calm and collected at work yes. and people actually don't think I, I know any other way. Um, but behind closed doors or at home, unfortunately, I can get quite snappy, a bit irritated. And then I also become a bit selfish. So I actually start saying, oh, well, everything I'm doing is the most important thing. So this retreat coming up is the only thing I can focus on at this point in time. I can't do dishes, can't do laundry, can't do any of that. So... Um, there is that that creeps in and so and it's not intentional it's mm. really just a I'm so absorbed in what I'm doing and so immersed and my, that's where my heart is and so it can't be anywhere else yeah um, and that's probably when I start to have to acknowledge that okay I'm getting a little bit burnt out um, I'm not sleeping as well and I'm feeling um less excited now yeah. like I'm actually feeling a bit anxious as well yeah you're not as motivated that love mm. isn't spreading across as much as mm. um it would in the past yeah i i think i'm the same You're like the same? once i start becoming a bit selfish and going okay like this is the only important thing um because of time like i can't do i can't do anything else mm. then i'm like oh hang on if i can take a minute to just process it it's because i've got too much on my plate yeah, mm. yeah. i've just said yes to too many things now yeah uh without realizing it and mm. so, yeah, that's that's a big indicator. Having a short fuse, yeah, definitely. And then becoming disengaged. I think you, I think you mentioned that before. Yes, yeah. But like becoming disengaged spiritually, yeah. I think is the the big key for me as well. So you know, if I'm sitting there and I'm not present mm. anymore, like let's say uh, in, I'm in youth group and I'm not I'm not um, you know in present for a prayer or yes. with the young people or even in mass, if my mind just starts drifting to other things, that I know right. There's something's off. Yeah, something's off. And yeah. maybe there's too many things going at the moment. Mm. And I think like, you know, going off from that, um, it's a really, um, you know, important thing to be aware of because um, we talk about ministering for and with young people. And if we're actually not present, then we're actually doing no, no one mm. any good. So, yeah. um, you know, if you're thinking about the next activity or yeah. you're, you're not present, the young person who is actually in front of you is wanting you to be there. Um, they might not be saying it, but they're certainly there because they want you to be there mm. with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's a big thing. Like, you know, especially when you've got like, you know, a hundred odd students or young people in front of you um, ready to listen. And as you're talking, really your head's not there. Yeah. Mm. And they can tell. They can, they, yeah. Oh, young absolutely. people know how to tell what's authentic and what's not. Mm. And that's sort of part of it. Like we talk a lot about, you know, self-care and looking after ourselves and, and things like that. And you might go, oh, no, 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 I've got the love to share. You know, I'm going to push on and do it. But in actually taking that time out to care for yourself, you're able to give fully and be there present fully. Because if it can get to a really negative place, I know for myself when I um, overcommit to things and or maybe just feel like I'm doing the same thing, I get to this place of, oh, it doesn't really matter. No one actually cares if I'm doing this. Yeah. Right? It and that's completely burnt out. You've gone into negative. Yeah. yeah. And so you can still be going through the motions because, you know, you have that little spark of love. And even though you're like, oh, I can't really be bothered today, mm. you push through and do it. But you're not showing that joy and that presence and care to the people you're ministering to. So mm. it's something to be, yeah, really aware about I think yeah and would you say that in in sort of your circles workplaces um you know communities parishes 
is burnout something that is talked about? I'm grateful in the sense when lucky that I work in a um, in a te- in a school. So, um, you know, burnout is real for all teachers and yes. staff. Any staff in a school would know. So, and I say that because you know even our ESOs, our wonderful ESOs, can feel that burnout. Yeah. So, it's certainly talked about. We probably put our uh, put other things first, and we go, oh, it's okay. We'll just um, we'll just shrug off the burnout holidays are a few days out or a few weeks out so um, we joke you know there's you know we get to halfway through the term we're like oh the burnout's real at this point Um, but we all know that we need to you know soldier through Um, but I think that in schools the wonderful thing is we can talk about it and we can certainly acknowledge it and um, there are people that will be there to listen but in reality no one's got a quick fix Um, all they can do is listen and essentially you know you know, maybe provide a bit of support, ask you what are some of the things that are making you feel this way. Um, And I know certainly from my experience, and this is going back a few years now, when I was um, fresh on the scene in school youth ministry and fresh on the scene as a teacher, um, I crashed and burned out so, so quickly. Um, I remember, and you were saying this before, Juliana, where you actually find it hard to get up and um, get yourself there. I found myself um, not being able to get up and get out of bed to go to work yeah. because I was so burnt out. Um, not because of any particular like any particular personal reason, but purely because I had just been pushed to my limits. Yes. Um, as an early career teacher um, and early career in youth ministry. So, um, but in saying that, the the amount of people around me that were happy to listen um, and actually help me navigate that space, um, however I needed was incredible yeah. um, and a lot of those people were 20, 30 years into their career so they, they knew what burnt out, burning sure. out looked like um, and funny enough, I remember in the weeks leading up to it, they even said to me, you're looking a little bit burnt out, um, you sound burnt out as well. So those are some early signs of burning out that me back then as an early careers teacher um, didn't notice. Yeah, I was. I just thought, you know, I just needed to suck it up. I needed to push on. Yeah, yeah. you know, didn't complain. Just kept going with the job. But ultimately, it was, you know, people around me were essentially my mirrors telling me to to stop and have a look. Yeah. Um, and since then, it's certainly helped me when someone says, "Oh, you're looking a bit tired today," um, to not actually brush that comment off. Yes. But to actually go, oh, do I look a bit tired today? Like, am I? am I a little bit flat today? And actually acknowledging, oh yeah, maybe I'm a bit flat today because I've given a bit too much over the last few weeks. Mm. Or, um, you know, yeah, I'm not quite present today because I'm thinking about two weeks time. Yeah. 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 And that's like the keys there, like you've just spoken about is having a good network of support around you, which mm. you're getting in a professional setting and in a school. But like, you know, if I think about like in a parish base uh, youth, youth yes. group, you know, it's quite often you do not, you don't have those professional setups or the professional system. You're often on your own. Yeah, on, right? on your own. So, yeah. so you don't, you're not getting that support. Yeah, um, maybe true. you're not getting anybody identifying that you're burnt out. Yeah. Um, you know, Jean, you and I are quite lucky that we have gone through a youth group that was quite big. Mm. You had a lot of different leaders and people you could bounce off of. But even the conversation around mental health and, and burnout and stuff was not big. Yeah. And quite often, like, 52 weeks of the year, we're expected to um, run activities and, and run youth group for, you know, 44, 45 weeks of the year. Yeah. Mm. 
and we just never stopped. And I can only imagine for if you're a youth minister in a parish and you're by yourself, or it's just you and another person trying to run this group, you would feel like I got to do something, I got to do something. But the the supports around you may not be there, and so you know I think perhaps it's not spoken about enough, and and there needs to be more support, um, more tools out there for people to you know rely on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the and and knowing that it's okay to to ask for help, and yes. you know there are certain days or moments where you probably are encouraged to speak up, but really we should be doing it all the time. Yeah, yeah. um, and be able to not not actually being pushed back and saying, "Oh, you actually just need to get on with it." It's actually, can we actually just stop and just assess how I'm feeling, yes. or um, what can we put in place to help you? Because I feel like a lot of the time when um, as a young person working in any space when we speak up that we actually get pushed back or it's dismissed and it's kind of um, it's disheartening I would say absolutely and it takes a lot of guts to say in the first place especially maybe this is a first opportunity or an early opportunity where you go I really like this I want to prove myself I want to do something good I want to take this opportunity um, and and take it as far as I can that in those settings it's really it's really hard to a speak up or when you do you may not get that sort of gentle supportive response because yeah the person on the other side may not know or may not be experienced in that so absolutely I hope that this sort of normalizes this sort of conversation um Mm. and giving the language about it you know because it can be a bit scary like oh burnout what does that mean like are they you know is there a crisis is something really bad but you know this is something that happens Mm. um and we can talk about it Yeah. yeah thank you for listening to the catholic youth podcast We'll be back soon with part two of our conversation with Jean and Julian about burnout and resilience. Make sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Cath Youth Adelaide to stay up to date with all the latest information, resources and events. Until next time, see you.